You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 61. And we're recording it early because Joy I'm decided, in Hawaii right now. I guess you can't. I just can't even believe that you did that. Like, I feel what like. What did I do? Did I plan a trip? That you like, decided, like, last minute to go to Hawaii. Because we have been planning for, like, months and months and yeah. months. And there was, like, this huge deal. And then you guys were like, we're just going to go to Hawaii. I know. I know. <laughs> totally so like, yeah. Well, anyway. It's just one of those things where, like, last week, Scott and I were, like, laying in bed at 2 a.m., both having panic attacks at the same time. And we're like, uh, this is not normal. This is not normal. This is not how life should be. That's so then he's like, I think let's try and take a week I off. I think we just need to okay. go to Hawaii for a week. Let's just go to Hawaii for a week. Well, the other thing too is like we've been going, I know, people I know, feel sorry for me. All the time. People feel sorry for me. I've been going for like the past eight years um, and we haven't gone for, I, I think, I don't know, the past two. So, Because um, last thing we went was for that marathon, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's like oh right gosh. when I started writing your, reading your blog. Like right when I started reading oh your blog. Oh my gosh. Memories. That's when I kind of met you. That's when I kind of met. The <laughs> love affair started. Okay. Can I just talk about our text message really quick? I am dying laughing. Like we were talking. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> oh no. For guests. We have a guest today and she's Sorry. like sitting here going, what are you guys, what are you guys talking, talking about? about? Um, so I, what was I even texting you about? The, you oh, oh, me? I was watching the Emmy Awards. Yeah. And every time I watch, oh. Watching the Emmy Awards always makes me want to run away to Hollywood. First of all, that totally made me feel like you were texting me about the Kardashians again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. I totally feel the same way. I just like want to be in Hollywood and I, I want to be like rich and famous. See, and- I'm the opposite. Watching the Emmys makes me be like, I can't like... I need to get away. So. But what did you say? So I, said, <laughs> I, I said, really? Because they make me want to go live in a tent in the woods far, far away from Hollywood. <laughs> said, Which is why I'm not watching them. Also because I don't have TV. <laughs> and then Joy sent an emoticon of a burger and fries and said, this, which is why we go so well together. And I said, can we be chips and salsa instead? <laughs> I think that's more accurate. <laughs> I, Where's the guacamole? <laughs> That's true. There is no emoticon. You can the guacamole. There is no emoticon. No, I was just like, oh, I was laughing so hard. So I was laughing so hard that Scott was like, what? I'm like, well, it's not gonna be funny to you yeah. because you're not gonna be like, oh, haha, burgers and fries, chips and salsa. Yeah, I had a moment. Like, how do you explain to your partner that your friends are so funny and that yeah, yeah, anyway. no. So then, okay, so the whole Hawaii thing. What are we thing, doing with this? What are we doing with this? Yes, Claire and I had this conversation that Claire and Scott are like. And then I, Claire and Scott are like, Brandon and I are totally like, we had this conversation that like Claire and Brandon were cleaning out their apartment and moving things around and Claire found this pile. No, Brandon had cleaned out a dresser and left all of his things in a pile Yeah, and it's still, right now it's there. Well, hopefully not by the time you're listening to this in two and a half weeks (laughs) because that will be a marital issue at that point. (laughs) (laughs) It'll become a marital problem. Um, But he, but so when he like leaves things around. And I leave things around too, but he doesn't really call me out. I, yeah. And he leaves things around. I'll kind of point to him and be like, "What's the? What are we doing? What with are we doing this? with this?" And I told her the Scots way of doing it is, um, so yeah, what are we gonna do with this? Oh no, that's or, what Scott says. Scott what are we doing, doing with this? this? And, and I says, say, oh, "What's the plan for this?" Yeah, what's the plan? <laughs> what's the plan? Yeah, the plan. Yeah, and you know, that's a very passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> the plan. <laughs> that means you're in deep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, have you thought about this? And you know, it, but it's also kind of giving him an out of like, oh, I was planning on dealing with that this weekend, or I was yeah. planning yeah. on, you know, dealing with that after yeah. I clean out this other thing. Like, it gives yeah. him a little bit of an out. Yeah. But I the told him that Scott's always Scott's always inclusive. Like, what are we doing with this? I'm like, we're not doing anything. It's mine, and leave it there. <laughs> I 
might need it later. I'm hoarding my junk mail. I'm totally okay. hoarding my junk mail. Just leave it. Brandon Just let throws it go. away mail like instantly. Like yeah. something comes and he's like, "Are we gonna throw this away?" I'm like, "Can you chill out about Wait a minute?" Mail? But he freaks out about the mail, but then he won't clean up his piles. Yeah. He, the mail is, like, the one thing that he's really weird about. He, like, will throw away – he wants to throw away the mail all the time. And I kind of am a little bit of a mail hoarder because I'm like, well, what if I need this? This came in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like, just look it up in my inbox. It's like, <laughs> in the mail. It's important. Somebody's got a postage on this. I'm <laughs> sorry. It really comes in the mail anymore. You know, it is important. Like, <laughs> like credit card offers. <laughs> When we had to go renew our party permit, um, he was like, he needed a, um, you know, we need like a proof of address, of address, proof of residency or whatever, and he needed like an envelope from his insurance, which comes every month, but he throws it instantly away. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, see, if you didn't throw the mail away instantly, it's not a problem. And then he went out into, yeah. the, in, out into the trash and pulled it out. <laughs> see, I do that with receipts, because I'll be like, you need receipts, you never know when you need a receipt. And then like, you know, two years you later, he'll have thrown it away. I'll be like, see, we needed that receipt. Yeah. That's really funny. So funny. So yeah, so Hawaii's anyway. coming up. So I'll be in Hawaii when we are listening to this. When you're listening to this, not we. Or you might be listening to it I too. may be listening to this on the beach. Oh, I can't wait. So that'll be fun. Yeah, so be ready. I'll try to um, so which not swimsuit post did you a lot of pictures. Getting? Huh? Which swimsuit did you end up getting? I got the black top. Okay, so thank you for everyone to for your recommendations for the, the swimsuits. I always want to call them bathing <coughs> suits. Is that like an 80-year-old term? I want to say bathing um, you should call it your bathing no. costume. Bathing I call them bathing suits. Okay, good. Um, so maybe it's an East. Thing. I was gonna say East Coast, but you're not from the East Coast. Yeah. So maybe my, it's well, my dad is, so maybe it's like a dad thing. So <laughs> here's the like, when I hear a swim, <laughs> it's a dad thing. <laughs> my dad's a thing. It's like people who call flip flops thongs, and you're like, that's not what they're called. Who calls oh, flip flops thongs? I Old do. people. What's wrong with you? No, my thong goes in between your butt Now that I know that you call them that. No, I gotta want to get up and leave. She's judging you. <laughs> <laughs> She's judging me. She's judging you. You call them thongs. Yeah, I call them thongs. Flip flop thongs. Okay, so okay, so the bathing suit. So I got. So Lita had this. Okay, huge... hold on. We gotta talk about the terminology <laughs> one more second. Oh. When I hear swimsuit or bathing suit, I think one piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, so I call a two piece just a bikini. Okay. But like swimsuit bikini. to me is like something you wear at a swim meet. Yes. Okay, I got a bikini. Okay. Oh, jeez. So I, so Athleta had this huge sale. So they had like slim pickings. So you had to like pick out a top. There was like very little tops. So I had mm-hmm. to pick one top because that was really the only thing they had. And then I had um, all these bottoms. So I got the purple string, which, oh my gosh, you guys, never in my life have I worn a string bikini ever. And for the first time, I was like, I can do this. And it has nothing to do with my body changing because nothing's really changed. If anything, my butt has gotten bigger from squatting. <laughs> but I was like, I can rock this. And I totally, like, it was kind of cute. Like, posted that on our Instagram. Like, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, the purple, which was the string bikini. I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to cry right now. Like, this is my well, 12-year-old then, fat girl being like, I'm never going to wear a string bikini. Can I? Can yeah. I yeah. So, sorry. Something? This no, is Lisa, by the way. Okay. We'll introduce you Hi, formally everyone. in a second. Um, no, I... I had a similar experience. Yeah. Last weekend, I spent the, the the week on the on the beach on Cape Cod with my family, mm-hmm. um, and I would never really. I always like had like what I thought was actually a stylish like um, what do they call them? The like the long. It's not a tankini. Long, tankini. Yeah. Right? Like let's be honest, that is not flattering. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'd always like, like, I've had that for years and years yeah. and years yeah. and years. <laughs> and recently, I'm like I I I had some. 
I wore some bikinis while I was there this weekend. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm like, nothing has changed about my body. Yeah. But I was like, oh, damn right, I'm gonna put on yeah. a bikini. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like, and this is gonna sound really silly, but I'm like, something about being a woman in your 30s, as you come into your 30s, you're just like, yeah, my body's no different, but I am going to wear this. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's That was my attitude. I was like, I am going yeah. to wear this. And I yeah. decided walking in, I was like, picking out string bikinis where before, I swear yeah. to you guys, I was always going for boy shorts. Like, I would always go you on J. Crew. Did. Like, yes. yes. I was always going for like, the maximum coverage. Yeah, I think bottoms. that boy shorts actually can like for me. They, they actually make, me make my bigger. hips look wider. Like I was yeah. looking at the yeah. photos, and I've never taken selfies of myself right. in a bikini before, like comparing. And I had the like the string the yeah, because boy it like shorts. accentuates that like and, really super white part yeah. of your hip. And I was like, yeah, oh my like, gosh, the boy shorts actually make me look wider. Which yeah. whatever, I'm not wide, but I was just like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, so I ended up cool. getting black, uh, two string bottoms, and then just a black regular bottom. So I'm like. So excited, you guys! That's awesome. I may post a picture. And everyone in Hawaii, from Hawaii wears Brazilian bikinis, so yeah. nothing to worry about. Who everyone cares? is wearing like thongs. I, like, I just want to take a moment and thongs get in their butt, them. not on their feet. Thongs on their butt, yeah. Thongs in their butt. Really That's gonna be the title of this episode. <laughs> so thongs on your butt. <laughs> yeah. I'm really happy to be the guest speaker on this. <laughs> Now, I can her, be like, hey, Lisa. co-workers, listen. Yeah, I know. I was like, to Thongs on the Butt, episode 161. <laughs> okay. Lisa, My director's going to be so proud. Yeah, okay. aren't you glad you hear Lisa? We have, you have no idea what you're walking into. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I want to take a moment and be cheesy, though, and thank the CrossFit community and all the awesome chicks that are posting badass pictures of their ass and their bodies because that is what inspired me. I was like, I can do that. I can do that, too. And I felt great. I had like no insecurities. It was it was a very liberating moment for me, myself, and I in that dressing room. Thank you very much. Way to go! <laughs> I kind of enjoyed the high five. The high five. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, so introduce Lisa. Let's, now let's that introduce she's Lisa. Very now much already. scared her. <laughs> Lisa Mara is one of my dearest friends, and I've known you for oh my gosh, like eight years now. No, 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 no. Longer. I think it's been at, at, at least, least ten. ten years. Okay. Least ten. Lisa and I used to. Yeah. That's a friendship oh, right there. Okay. Lisa and I used to I work together. I just out there that a decade ago, I was learning how to drive. Claire's young. Oh, that's why when I was like, you, when you're a woman in your 30s, she was and like, I was like <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Can't relate. Okay. Okay. That's a long time. Decades long just time. Just give it. Just give it five years. Yeah. You're going to be, gonna be go. there. You're going to be there yeah. any day now. Um, so Lisa and I used to work together at the job that I'm still at, at the uh, DA's office. And then she moved back to the East Coast for a while. Now she's back. Um... Have you been at your job for 10 years, the DA's office? 11. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah. Go on long time. Long time. So Lisa, tell us a little bit. She's an LCSW here in Denver, Colorado. Um, do you want to just give us a little background about yourself? Sure. Tell Professionally, yourself, personally. Tell yourself about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, hi. I'm super excited to be here. Um, Joy had sent me a text two weeks ago, like one evening, like, hey, do you want to join our podcast? And I was like... I don't do CrossFit. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm a runner. I don't think I'm a, I'm, a, am I allowed to yeah. talk? I, I do yoga. I, I, don't. I, I don't know. Um, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I feel so special. Like, what do I have to say? Um, yeah, Joy, I've known jo- Joy for a, a long time. And I know that she's had this thing going on for what, a year? You guys, a, a year, year? We just hit our year. birthday. Yes. Sweet. Happy birthday. Our podcast anniversary. Um, podcast anniversary. That's exciting. Yay. Yay. Um, and and, um, yeah, so I uh, am originally from the East Coast, and I came out to Colorado. 
Colorado for graduate school and um, then kind of landed in this job where I met Joy and um, moved back to the East Coast for a little bit. But as it turns out, you really can't move out of Colorado. It kind of keeps pulling you back. Yeah, it keeps pulling you back in. Gosh, like I don't think I can never go anywhere again. Like, well, unless like, (laughs) I know. Let's be honest. There's actually some real Hawaii. Wait, (laughs) never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And um, yeah, so I'm a therapist and. And, and a lot of the reason I want to I want to back up too is you know we're both therapists, but it's really especially with this topic, it's so important to talk to someone who works specifically with eating disorders. And I can rattle off um, some pretty vague knowledge about it, but there were so many things that were coming up in our discussions and people kind of giving example or um, examples, giving requests, asking requests questions. to talk about the questions to talk about this topic. That I really thought it would be worth some, bringing on someone who works with this <clears throat> population day in and day out. So I may geek out a little bit because you guys know I'm a therapist by day. I definitely don't act like it on this podcast, but I thought it'd be worth bringing Lisa in because she is an expert in this field. She works with this day in and day out. Um, do you, we don't want to disclose where you work, but uh, hospital? We, we can we yeah. leave it at that? Yeah, yeah. So let me. Um, and it's funny. I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm not really an expert. I don't know. Yes, she is. Um, yes, she but is. Uh, no, I. She's work, being very humble. Yes. <laughs> I work at a private behavioral hospital in Denver where we treat women and men with eating disorders, and we cover all levels levels of care. So we basically that starts at an inpatient level, which means that the patients come in and they're very medically compromised. So we're talking like anywhere from like. I mean, uh, I, 50% ideal body weight, which is not death, but basically very, so very like, close. For example, if you were like a woman who was five foot six, what would that look like? I, I don't know. I'm not a dietitian. But I mean, um, that is, um, I mean, I like m- my patients in general, and it's, it's interesting. Like my, I mean, we're talking like definitely sub like anywhere from, I don't know about five, six, right. but like our patients in general, like definitely weigh like anywhere from like. 70 pounds. Yeah, they're, they're very sick. Um, and then they step down to a residential level of care, which is actually basically the same thing, but they're a little more medically stabilized. Um, and then we kind of worked towards this, this process of like refeeding them, renourishing them. We do therapy. Um, they get the medical treatment they need and then they step down to a partial level of care when they're usually around 85% of their ideal body weight. Um, and then they, they, they can transition to their outpatient level of care and we do and adults. So just really quickly, when you say ideal body weight, that's a medically ideal body weight. Correct. Okay. Correct. Thank you. Obviously not their yes. ideal. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so I want to be very clear. I work with this team of people. I am the therapist, so I deal with all the head stuff, right? Um, I don't, I, I actually don't ever really pay that much attention to their weights. I leave that to my dietitian, which is actually a relief to me. I just kind of mm-hmm. check in with her daily. I'm like, Hey, what's happening with their weight? And she'll tell me, and I'm like, oh, great. I, I never look at their vitals. Nursing takes care of all their medical mm-hmm. issues. We have a psychiatrist. Um, it's a very much a multi multidisciplinary team totally. um, that is dealing with this this illness. Um, so, and then we have, you know, we treat children and adolescents. I don't do that. I treat the, the adults, but our, our facility is, is, is quite large in terms of. And it's nationally available, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We so have several different can... locations. Okay. Um, so anyone in states. the United States could call. Yes. We actually, um, I would say about only 10% of our patient population comes from Colorado. Oh, Most of wow. them come from outside of okay. the United, of the, outside of the, um, the, the state. state. So yeah. is it international or just in the United States? We've had a couple, we've had a couple Canadians. Okay. <laughs> Bring on the Canadians. <laughs> eh? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure they so appreciate that. <laughs> um, but for the most part, we do. We have some Canadians. Yes. Hello. <laughs> I feel 
that was kind of a racist thing to say. <laughs> I'm sure they get it all the time. They get it all the time. Just like we get America's um, Yeah, we get America's But it definitely yeah. is, is um, you know, th- throughout the United States. Yes. So. Okay. Anyway. All right. So, um... Sorry, really quickly. So, since we're on the topic of people, yes. um, of... People coming in from all over the country. I wanted. I know that you wanted to share this, but we could do this a couple of times throughout. Yes. If they want to, if they're listening and something comes up for them and they want to try to get in touch, how do they do that? Yes. So what I would recommend, because I mean, this is this is a this is a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that I believe that women and men, because I would say about ten percent of our population are male patients, and I want to make sure that. Um, you know, that, that I'm appealing to your listeners who may be male as well, who may be struggling with, with whatever form of like restrictive eating that they feel that they're, they're involved with. Um, but you know, for the most part, if you, if, if you're listening to anything today that you feel like this resonates with me and I feel like I wouldn't need to talk to a professional, um, I guess I would email you guys. Do you guys have an email address? Yeah, I've got a lot of Um, Gmail girlsgonewad at gmail.com um, and Joy will forward that to me and I can make sure that, and actually I'll just leave it with you guys I'll leave right. our intake line department we have a staff of intake um, uh, department wonderful angels who are basically like on call, like well one is on call like 24-7 to, if take, anyone intakes. Needs to, call to take intakes That's great. and um, you can you can give us a call, talk with someone about maybe what level of care you might feel like you need, um, or get referrals for an outpatient therapist, you know, just to, to talk about. So cool. Okay, cool. So yeah. Yeah. Contact you too. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we already kind of did this disclaimer. You just did the disclaimer, right? Sorry. I'm, I'm... Um, I kind of did like a mini okay. disclaimer. You so I mean, do the full on disclaimer. I mean, one of the things that I just want to, want to say is that if you are really actively engaged in any type of really, really restrictive, um, eating, um, excessive exercise, um, it's funny as soon as I said excessive exercise, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm on a CrossFit podcast. Everyone's <laughs> no, just like, what's wrong me. with that? This is really important. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's really important to talk about, um, or if you're actively engaged or in recovery or in any, any form of your eating disorder, um, some of the things that we may talk about today may feel overwhelming. So I just kind of want to throw that out there that, that this can be, um, again, this is a hot button issue. Um, I don't think it's something that we talk about enough and I feel like we need to keep talking about it, but if you're feeling kind of particularly vulnerable and anything here may feel like, Oh, I don't know if I'm like, we're kind of ready to listen to this. Yeah. This is your, your yeah. chance. This is your, uh, <coughs> this is your warning. Excuse yes. Me. Yes. Yes. Try yes, yes, yes. I'm really going to try not to cough here. Do you need a cough drop? Um, I think I'm okay for now. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll All give right. you like a signal. Okay. Is so, this the cough drop signal? Yeah. I wish people could see that. <laughs> Sorry. It's kind of like a touchdown <laughs> signal. It's like a fix between a touchdown and like a shiatsu chop. And also like the YMCA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I just okay. so wish I could just do There's so many times I wish I could do video players' motions. They're so, so freaking funny. Um, She's always doing okay. something. Well, so should we just start. start with your story? Yeah. 
how you got into if this. You want. Oh, how I got into this. Yes, um, yes, yes. Let's start with that. Start at the beginning um, and then end at the end. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I um, I had gone into uh, to clinical social work um, just because I I was moved by connecting with people and I wanted to help people and um, <coughs> I kind of like stumbled like through an internship into my job at the DA's office with Joy and I remember you know really um, liking being a therapist but not necessarily liking the patient population mm-hmm. um, and so at the time I had a million other things kind of happening in my personal life and then I ended up back in Massachusetts and I had taken a break from I realized I'm talking yeah. <laughs> sorry I realized I'm actually talking to like well, looking at the microphone why am I talking to the microphone can, because I do that too it's a concentration thing sometimes if I look too much at Claire I'm going to forget yeah, like, what we'll, I say we like, oh, look yeah. at our phone so we look at our phone it's all good you can talk to the mic he's a very very good listener okay so anyway, so I um, eating disorders had always been something that had been interesting to me, and uh, but I kind of it, it's kind of a weird, uh, it's a pretty specific population to find yourself in, and so I had moved back to Massachusetts and was just kind of doing something completely different and unrelated to the mental health field, and then um, my husband at the time, him and I decided to move back to Colorado, and I was like, you know, I always said I wanted to work with eating disorders. And um, I, I went to a conference in Philadelphia and uh, met the director of this program and kind of kind of stumbled into this yeah, work. Yeah, kind of fell into um, your lap. I yeah. kind of it kind of yeah. fell into my lap. Um, and at the time, I remember thinking like, oh, like I'm going to go work here and save all these peoples. And the one thing that I want to say is anorexia is the deadliest mental illness of of all of them. Wow. So I really um, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this really meaningful life and save people who really want to be saved. And when I when I actually started there, I was like, oh no, the people like even though our our facility is voluntary, <laughs> people come into treatment very very ambivalent. Mm-hmm. They're not sure if they want to let this go. Yeah. Um. And so so that's kind of how I ended up there. Um. And you know that said, I mean, who you know we can't kind of predict the future, but I I love this patient population. What I find. With people, the people that I work with, are incredible men and women um, who just happen to have a blind spot in this one area of their life. Yeah. They're accomplished. They're brilliant. They're 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 kind. They're compassionate. Um, and like, there's this one area where they just cannot see things for what they really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess kind of we, the first thing that I would ask as somebody who doesn't have any, you know, psychology, whatever. Since I've seen others, I just call it psychology, whatever. <laughs> let's, just, let's just start right there. I kind of feel like you need to start a new magazine now. Psychology, like, psychology whatever. Whatever. And then there's psychology, whatever. <laughs> kind of like dumb Starbucks. And yeah. it'll be like, so I had this dream last night. What do you think that means? <laughs> That'll like be the like, column. That's actually... <laughs> anyway. You're like unicorns. Yeah, exactly. So I read that this meant that I'm like really struggling through an interpersonal relationship, but anyway. Oh, nice terminology. The answer is the answer is always bacon. Yeah, Yeah. that's what Claire said. More wine. Yeah. Um, Yes. This is great. (laughs) Where's my bacon? Because she's like drinking wine. wine. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, my question, or I guess I think a good place to start would just be, you know, like a lot of our listeners. Probably all of our listeners either have done or will do or have heard about, have known someone who has done. I mean, I'm on a whole 30 right now who's done a whole 30, who's done a paleo challenge, a sugar detox, yeah. any sort of thing, you know, that is a period of time with pretty, with like, 
restrictive. Pretty extensive restrictive eating. Yes. And Claire and, and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. If she can do that, I can't. Right. I'm like, So, like, no, for no, me, no. it's not it, a big deal. I can, like, you know, I've did I've done the zone diet. And, and like, she has, like, deal, zero issues about it. Zero Whereas I'm like, that's going to send me to a tailspin. So, yeah. I can't. Right. And so, obviously, for everybody, it's totally different. But I guess, what would you say when people are starting to, you know, want to start doing those things, have done those things, when in the, like, when does it become, when does it change from being like, I'm doing this to get healthy? Mm -hmm. How do you recognize the warning signs of it then becoming something that is out of your control, Mm -hmm. that is moving into a place that's unhealthy? Mm Because like, you know, I think most of the people who we, who are listening right now or who, um, you know, I don't know about the general, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. population that I'm sure there is no general population, but it starts from a place of wanting to be healthy, of wanting to you know, kind of, like, change your diet for the better, and then it, like, spirals out of control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, like, what do you – how do you know when you're crossing that line? How do you flush that out? So, I mean, I guess it's different from – from – for everybody. Mm. Um, I mean, the the thing that I, like, I I feel like I kind of need to, like, separate, like, to – like, so the the patients that I deal with, like, these are, like, serious mental illnesses, right? So, so their eating disorder functions for them – um, as a way to cope with either trauma, depression, anxiety, like it's all about the food and it's not at all about the food. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in terms of like what I'm hearing from your listeners, right. And this is like the CrossFit community and what little I know about the CrossFit community, <laughs> um, is, you know, again, how do we know when we're just kind of doing this challenge that everyone is doing, mm-hmm. um, versus like this <coughs> is starting to consume my life. Yeah. Right. Um, and in, in general, I will say that for the most part, if anyone has a history of having an eating disorder or any type of unhealthy relationship with food, Mm -hmm. that to me is already a warning. So let me stop you right there because I want you to define unhealthy relationship with food. I'm going to be all therapist on it. Okay. Yeah. Because, and we could go down a rabbit hole with that, but I think that that's something that we need to tease out a little bit. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I feel like I have a professional opinion about that and a personal opinion about that. Let's hear both. Um, so I think like professionally, and again, and I'm trying to like, to just be real here. Cause I, it's funny. We kind of like the people that I work with, the nine therapists that I work with, we kind of like have this joke of like, like where we work is not normal. That is not right. the normal world. Um, but you know, so, so in terms of like, like when I'm out in the world with people like you guys, like that are not you know, in an inpatient facility, um, to me, like normal, um, is, is fueling your body appropriately, having fun with food. To me, food is supposed to be something that, that you can enjoy. That is like kind of not a game and allowing yourself to have headspace for something other than your diet and exercise. Like to me, our minds are these amazing, like amazingly creative machines. If you are thinking about food 90, 70% of the time, hundred, like that to me is not normal. Right. And so, um, I don't know if you find yourself like just spending most of your time thinking about like, when is my next workout? I'm going to feel bad if I don't work out. I'm going to feel bad if I eat this cupcake. Um, if you're basing your self-esteem based on what you're taking into your body daily, that to me is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What Which I think, think. Well, I, as you're saying that, I'm like, that's 
probably 70% of our listeners. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Because, okay. no, because I'm speaking for myself. Right. Like I'm speaking for myself and I know there's people out there that are listening right. that do that. And I know mm-hmm. just from all the Facebook comments and all the people that write right. us is people, one of the biggest questions people ask us is, what do you do when you need to take a rest day? And it's like, yeah. I think take, take a, rest a rest day. Yeah, like, yeah. what do you like, do when you feel guilty about missing a workout? Or what do you do when you feel guilty about but I'm speaking falling off the wagon? I'm that same place. I'm not, wagon, I'm, not, yeah. like, I'm not judging them. Right. I am in that camp. I'm totally. in the camp of like, oh, I need to take a rest day. Like, right. I, I have anxiety about it. Right. So it's like, you got to swing the pendulum up and like, I'm okay. One rest day is not going to make right. you gain 10 pounds. Right. You know, like. Right. And I mean, and I mean, I'm a runner, right? So like taking a rest day sucks for me too. Mm -hmm. Like, like Wednesdays and like Fridays are usually my rest day or Wednesdays and Sundays. Those days suck, right? I kind of get bitchy. (laughs) I kind of get bitchy. I'm like, Oh, I don't like this. Um, but you know what I kind of do? I'm like, I'm like, Oh, okay. It's Sunday. It's a rest day. Like this sucks. I really wish that I could run. Um, Oh wait, it's football season. I want to go have some pizza and beer. Yeah. Right. So again, it's about kind of being able to come back and I think what we're talking about is just like how do you be a human being and connect with people food is a social thing yeah right um this is and and so to any degree that you're isolating from other people to me is also a sign of like that this is like a little bit of a red red yeah and a lot of people will write us too and talk about how like well how do I go to parties and and not eat crap Mm -hmm. or how do I right you know holiday season is around the corner (laughs) if we will um and a lot of questions are around like, well, I get, you know, crap at work because I won't eat a donut or, want, you know, it's not paleo or what have yeah. you. And I know you talked about, we talked about, you and I talked about this, of you don't want to offend people talking about paleo being restrictive. But, you know, we need to talk about this just mm-hmm. in general of the mindset behind it right. is really what we're worried about. So, um, yeah. Right. And like at what point, you know, because once again, like at what point does turning down that donut is... Does that stop being from a place of like, oh, I don't want to eat that because it's going to make me feel bad and I know it's not good for me versus, oh, I can't eat that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, is like, I'm not going to like, I, I believe in eating healthy. I eat healthy myself, but I also think that I eat like pretty balanced. Like mm-hmm. Joy's known me for 10 years. Like Joy and I go out and have pizza and wine. Like this is something that, totally. that people do, right? This is something that, that, that girlfriends do. Um, and and it's, to me, again, it's kind of all about about moderation. Um, and again... Okay, hold on. I hate right. that word. Like why do I hate that word? I don't know why. Why? Like <laughs> that word feels like it's so thrown it, around. Well, it has no meaning. Okay. <laughs> So I'm like, so a lot of things about moderation. To me, I just that word makes me want to cringe. Great. So I don't know, like, can we pick another um, word? Can we pick another word? <laughs> like, I want to say balance, but that's kind of the same thing. Well, I, I think it comes down to, like, not so much moderation, but not having so much emotion behind it. Like, you know what I where I was going to go with this, but then I'm like, ooh, I don't know if that would... But yeah. um, I, I go to, like, labels. Yeah. Right? I And I don't know why, but as soon as you talked about labels, I went to, like, mo- like or as soon as you talked about moderation, I went to labels. So I was just like, what is good? What is bad? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That's what I talk Good with, foods, bad foods. Right. Yes. That, that, I think, is what we're talking about. And that's what I talk with my patients about, like, I can't eat that because that's good or that's bad. Mm-hmm. The reality is, like, nothing is good or bad, right? And, um... You know, we're here, I, I don't know, now I'm like going to get all philosophical, but I'm like, we're here on this planet for like one lifetime. Like, right. if you want to have a donut, have a freaking donut, right. right? But, and you know, you also, our bodies are, are deserved to be fueled appropriately and nourished and taken really well care of, but like, 
they're also they're designed to handle a donut if you yeah want a donut. right right so before i forget too because what makes me think of people having fear of having that food yes. the irrational fears the irrational thinking of if i eat that i will blow up like a balloon yes. what makes me think of the biggest loser last year did you hear about that scandal yes. of how she went from obese to anorexic yes it, it was like, I feel like people have that, my, myself included, where it's yeah. like, I don't ever want to go yeah. to that side. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's almost to a point where you're constantly feeling like you're, if you take that step and slide down that slide, it's all over. Right. They're like, you're going to, one, one move could send you Just totally out of control. Out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, you're going to. It's irrational because me, right. okay, my track history is well, that hasn't happened. To where I've been like mm-hmm. ballooning yeah. out of control, but the mindset is so I feel like that's something where Biggest Loser went from one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that reverse could be the same, where it's like, oh, I don't want to go to the yeah. place where I'm going to all of a sudden just eat ten donuts every day. Well, I think what you what you hit on, which was a beautiful word, word was fear. Right. So anytime this is we, a thing to say. That's I know. So oh God. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I know. I've been Claire, in therapy Claire like nine hours cringing today. right now. It's oh, okay. Sorry. Claire. Do you want it's me to a- say interpersonal again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes me more comfortable. Um. But fear. Like. Fe- like anytime you're afraid of a, a, a of a piece of something on your plate, like. Right. That to me is not normal, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this go kind of goes right along with the thing we're talking about. So Jennifer from Wine to Weightlifting has a question. Okay. And she had written. Um. She wrote a few weeks ago about she started noticing some like orthorexic tendencies in her own eating, and you know, took kind of took control of the situation and went back to being more in moderation, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. You know, moderation. Joy hates that word, but you know, kind of being less black and white. I guess you would say. Nice you could say reframe, Claire. Nice nice Claire. Reframe. Yep, a literature major coming up. Um, <laughs> she says, "My biggest thing is how do you accept the happy balance between healthy body, healthy mind? When is it worth sacrificing one for the other, or do you have to?" I don't really view my food choices view that my food choices are gluttonous or anything, but I know that when I was super strict, I got in it got into my head in a bad way. So, how do you balance it, and when is it worth sacrificing? Do you have to sacrifice? Um, can I ask you guys what you think? Oh gosh! Sorry, as I like, as I as, like, I kind of just just did the therapist thing that I do in a group. I know. I'm like, I'm like, what does everyone else think? Yeah. Well, I pull this up on my phone and double check <laughs> the question. Oh, do you want to read it from here? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's but it's saying okay. Um, how do you accept <laughs> no, having you're balance just No, me. healthy body, healthy mind. Okay. Um, do you have to healthy body? That's a really good question because I feel like it's it's con it's a constant like checks and balances of tipping the scale. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly going, you know, if you have a dead a bad day with your body, then your mind goes kind of in a tailspin. Right. But then you're like, then you can kind of pull yourself out of it and be like, no, I feel good. I'm accepting. I'm so I feel like it's just constant checks and balances. It's this one right here. Yeah. So go ahead. Like, what's a bad day in your body? Though, right? Like, oh then God, I'm like, I'm like, what are question. we really talking about? I'm like, sorry. Like, now I'm like, no, I love it. But like, I'm like, like good... what's a bad day in your body? Like, this is the shit that women need to be talking about. Like, yeah. what does that even mean? You want, do you want me to truly answer that? Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, it's, 
I carry any weight gain or bloating right in my middle. See, that's so, so funny that you say that because I'm always like, oh my gosh, Joy's abs are amazing. Oh my gosh. See, I, and I'm like constantly, <laughs> I am constantly wishing that my abs were like flatter. Like that's something where I'm always like, oh, I feel like, so I do the, I always like do the pinch thing where I'm like. You body check? That's uh, what we call it. Oh. Uh, you're body checking. I'm totally body checking. I do. I'll be like, oh, I feel really bleh. Oh, you just called me out on the carpet. I'm sweating oh, again, you sorry. guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I sweat all the time. No, in this but room this is good. Stuff. Like this is shit that needs to be talked about. No. Now I've sworn like three times. Oh my god. It's okay. Just, uh, give me a break. Okay. Um, it's probably just like that constant, like, oh my gosh, I feel it. I feel it. It's like in my stomach. Or, like my pants are tight. My pockets are sticking yeah. out. Yeah. It's a it's a constant body check of my midsection when I'm feeling like a fat day, yeah. if you will. What about for you? A bad day in my body. Yeah. So see, I'm. I think I'm very much in the minority in women in that I have a really like um, my relationship with food and with my body is not super critical. Yeah. In the sense that Which like so great. the thing Claire. that the things that so many people notice or the things that so many people obsess over, I don't even notice. Mm-hmm. It's like that part of Mean Girls where she's like, I used to think they were just only skinny and fat, yeah. and now I realize there's all these there's things that can be other things. wrong with you, and so like. I mean, I definitely, you know, I don't always look at myself and think like, wow, I look awesome. <laughs> but I don't usually also look at myself and think, you don't have the inner crap. Yeah, you don't have the inner dialogue. I don't have the inner dialogue. Yeah, and it's like, like my so biggest great. problem right now is that I'm having a bad hair month. Yeah. But like, that's not yeah. a really like a body. It's like a, I'm growing yes. my hair out thing, not like a body image thing. Yes. That being said, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, I used to have fake boobs. And that was more of like a, less of a body image thing in all honesty and more about wanting people to perceive me as being older. And yeah, excuse me. And when I had fake boobs, I had terrible, terrible, terrible self esteem Mm -hmm. because I felt like I wasn't in my own body. You weren't being real, right? Well, and it was just just like this is not part of me. This isn't who I am. Yeah. And so then I was, and so ironically, when I had you know during the period of my life when I had plastic surgery, that's when I was the most critical of my body. And since then, it's so weird. Yeah, not weird, but like so interesting. Yeah, because you would think like it'd be the opposite. So many people are like, I got big boobs now, yay! And you were like, get these out of me. Right, I was like, not my body. But so I don't really think, like I said, like, you know, I'll definitely look in the mirror sometimes and think like, oh, this shirt is not doing it for me. Yeah. But I'm never like, oh, check the, you know, like I don't ever, I don't think I've ever squeezed a part of my body like that. <laughs> Maybe like. Like, I'm like constantly like, yeah. I don't think so. Please, Lisa's going to be like, Joy, we need to talk. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm like fine. maybe if it's like sticking out or my jeans or something and it's uncomfortable and I yeah. notice it, like it's like all oh, that's yeah. oh, let's get back in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's how did you get out? Exactly. How did you get out? <laughs> but I, get, I think like if I ever like sit down and I do that, I realize like you know like my body just went from being like this to being like this. Like yeah. of course something's gonna like bulb. Yeah, yeah. If it didn't. Of I would. Course. If like my skin didn't do that, right. then I would break. Yeah. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I have so many thoughts right now. I know. <laughs> Well, I, I think where I actually I want to go with this because I'm like trying to go back to is this the Jennifer's question? You know, she asked. She said, um, you know, she's talking about healthy body, healthy mind. When is it worth sacrificing one for the other? I think where like my my first thought is like like I think that we forget as human beings and especially as women um, that <laughs> like it's it's all one thing, right? Mind, body, soul, right? Mm. Like and 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 so. 
our our society has done a really good job <coughs> of being like, this is your stomach. This is how it's supposed to look. And it makes it really easy to check that, right? Mm -hmm. These are your thighs. Like, this whole thing on, like, the thigh gap. Oh, my God. Have you got, like, the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. We've thigh, talked right? about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> but, like, again, like, like our, our society has done a really good job of compartmentalizing, like, this is how, like, and, yes. and, and the fitness industry, too. Like, I don't know if I can speak to that, but I'm like, really? Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, like, have you been on Pinterest for, like, the Fitspo stuff? Where it's yeah. Like fit yeah, that's a huge thing. Like, yeah. oh, my God, that's the worst, like, thing. That, oh, it's disgusting, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So, like, but, you know, it, like, that's the new normal. And there were this whole, like, new thing of, like, strong is the new skinny. I'm like, well, that's still, like, labeling, like, what mm -hmm. is, like, what is our idea of what is beautiful. Um, but this idea of, like, how do you, like... Like, when do you have to sacrifice healthy, healthy mind, healthy body? Um, like, they're all one thing, mm -hmm. right? Right. Mm -hmm. And um, <coughs> and me. and I think our relationships with our bodies just kind of change over time. And um, I don't know. I feel like I had something more to say about that, but no, now we I'm keep like talking about that. Um, um, let's move I think it's on. A good okay. Springboard, though. That's like a it's good, a good springboard. Right. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Anytime you're compartmentalizing body parts, yeah. you're, you're forgetting that, sorry, now I'm going to get really therapist. It's okay. But like, one thing that I always say to my patients is like, you, you are a soul. You are a soul. You are a human being. You are not a body. You have a body. You possess a body. Okay, like but that. like let's not mm -hmm. forget. And I think it's like C.S. Lewis. Actually, I don't think I know it is. So I should probably should not like. Is it plagiarism? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But like, no, I mean, that really like, this is like you, these, these vehicles that we call bodies, like are just houses for our souls. And so how do you treat it well mm. and let it enjoy its ride here on this earth? Yeah. Cause it's fun. Yes, yes, totally. yes, yes, yes. So how do you, I, I totally going therapist too. Okay. Like how Port, do you do Portland. a little bit of like cognitive behavioral of doing like the irrational belief stuff? Where it's like, can you just even explain what that means? Okay. <laughs> CBT. So stop thought, your thoughts, and the things that you tell yourself. Okay. So it's a lot of just like inner dialogue work. Okay. So cognitive behavioral is a lot of what you think is how you behave. Okay. So, so to go along so with that, go can along, I bring in yeah. Madison's question? Yeah. Because Madison um, wrote in that she had she herself has struggled with disordered eating, and she has learn how to kind of overcome it, but she is now working with high school girls and wants to be able to give them the tools that they need to be able to, you know, work through stuff that mm -hmm. they might be dealing with. So she, so she said, um, I'd love to know maybe some type of meditation or positive mantras to keep the negativity at bay. So does that tie in here a little bit? Yeah. I think so, but that's, I can tell Lisa's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> is it that obvious? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we, we, uh, our theoretical framework at work is, uh, at, so mm -hmm. it's acceptance and commitment therapy. So it's actually less about, um, like changing your, your thoughts and more about like accepting that we're all going to have self-deprecating thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like that, like our mind to me is like the biggest source of like disease, destruction. Yeah, it's a trap. Um, it's just a trap for like, everything. Like yeah. I always tell people like, I'm like, like 90% of the shit that happens up in my head is not good. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's really, really so bad. Daily, you really have to do daily brain workouts just like you have to do regular workouts Like my mind body. tells like, me stuff all the time right that is like like not helpful for me to pay attention yeah. to but 
I can't change that. These are just thoughts that come firing at me all of the time. Um, and, and I can't really change how I feel, right? So like, like some days I just feel really freaking sad or sometimes I just feel really anxious. Um, and so, so our, our thought is that a lot of times our patients um, or people that are struggling with their eating disorders um, or bad body image or whatever that may be, like it doesn't feel authentic Claire, like to kind of be like, like it doesn't feel authentic or real to be like, oh, I love my body. I love my body. Recite that 10 times in a mirror. Like that's yeah, still not, not going to feel no, real. Right. Right. So I'll often kind of times normalize it to my patients of like, you know, there's days that I wake up and I freaking hate my body too. I'm like, I look gross. I like fat, disgusting, like yuck. Um, and you know what? I have a job to go to and I've got like dinner with friends tonight. And so the difference is that, that we'll talk about like, what is it, what is really meaningful and important to you mm -hmm. and acting based on that right mm -hmm. so my connection like I can wake up having like a really crappy body image day and Joy and I have plans for sushi later and I'm still going to meet her and have sushi with Joy because yeah. like I value my friendship with her more than like oh I don't feel good about my body so that yeah. being said though a lot of crossfitters I think and a lot of people who are um kind of more into that like competitive athlete style who really, you know, working out is kind of what they do. It's, a, you know, they may be a gym owner, they may be a coach. This is part of like, it's their profession. So for them, like, you know, when you say, what are, what is your priority? What is your value? That yeah. is their priority. Their yeah. Value. You know? And so then, you know, once you start to get to that it's sort of side yeah. of the spectrum, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we need to have you back. Yeah. Oh, I know. Another episode. I know. Um, I guess I, I, I guess my, my thought is twofold. It's like like not putting all of our eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. I can say eggs on here, right? Like, because that's what people eat on cross. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I'm like, I'm a runner. I don't know. They like a lot. Um, okay. Um, but again, like, it, it's about having a full and balanced meaningful life right so yes that is super important and you know mm. what what if they got in a car accident right and you know and 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 i know that's kind of being a little mel melodramatic yeah but like again it's but about like, being able to like pull yeah. from like well, even uh regionals last year yeah. that the, the stomach flu went around so these athletes who've been training for the whole year suddenly they get the stomach flu they're all out and yeah. they you know had to drop out they're you know in second place gonna go to the grasso games they get a flu for the weekend yeah like changes yeah. their whole trajectory. I think the bottom line, and I realize I never asked the question about the high school girls, yeah. but um, the bottom line is 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 how how do you conceptualize your identity, mm -hmm. right? And as an, as <clears throat> what is your identity as a woman, as a man, as a spouse, as a friend, as a partner, as a coworker, right? Like mm -hmm. we can't put our identities based on one thing. We right. Can't you can't just be an athlete yeah. based on yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, that's a really good point. So with Madison's question really has to do with talking to these high school girls is how do you form your identity? And exactly. you are not just this body. You exactly. are so much more than that. Exactly. And you have so much more to offer this world. Yeah. Yeah. Sean asked a really good question, too. Uh, with all these 30 and 21 day challenges, it's easy to fall into a super strict then binge cycle. Mm -hmm. I've been on this ride for the past year. How do you how do you get off the binge and strict? And she says, bend and snap. Can we call it? Rise. <laughs> and then Kimberly actually said binge eating and the psychology behind it and how to control it. So both of those things kind of go together. 
I mean, okay, Although, once again, like that's kind of a huge load of questions. Yeah. <laughs> so start with the the thirty and twenty one day challenges, and if you have to talk a little bit about the paleo being strict too. Yeah, you're you not know. gonna offend anybody. Okay. No. Okay. So no. here's the deal: like, I wish my dietitian, not my dietitian, I don't yeah. have a dietitian, but I wish the with. dietitian that I work with um, was here because uh, she she does a beautiful job about talking about like the the physiological consequences of like really 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 intense restriction on your body. Um, and, and kind of what that, what that does for you, um, physically, psychologically, spiritually. Um, maybe she can come on. Would she be willing to come on? Oh my God. I could text her right now. She's oh, hysterical. Good. <laughs> she <laughs> would love to come oh, on. Oh, I'm so excited. She actually done. is 8 million times more funny and entertaining. Oh, stop it. I love okay, her. Good. Um, she's, done. she's on. She's in. So, okay. I'll bring her on. Um, so, you know, again, like I can't kind of speak to the dietary piece, um, I mean, all I can speak to actually is like my own experience with food. Um, and any time that I have done kind of anything that felt like either, like, it's funny, I remember like last summer I did um, this like, like three week, like vegan juice cleanse, right? And I had been a vegetarian. Joy and I like kind of have come together in terms of, we have similar relationships with food in terms yeah. of like, like we were both vegetarian and then vegan yeah. and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then like this fall we found meats and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> get me some bacon. Yeah. Um, but, but I did this like three week, you know, juice cleanse, gluten free, you know, blah, dairy blah. free, <laughs> like, like, you know, rice and vegetables and green juice. Um, and I was hungry all the time. I felt like crap. My hair looked really shitty. Um, my skin didn't look good. Um, and, and that's ironic because that was like the whole reason that you were probably doing it. I was like, Oh, I'm going to look so like clear and great. Um, and it's funny because it's some, something that I would have never really like talked about because, um, at my work, like everyone's supposed to have like a quote unquote normal relationship with food. But I just was like, Oh no, I'm going to go do a detox. A lot of the dietitians that I work with, work with, will talk about detoxes. Like that is saying that your body basically like needs to detox like our bodies do a fine job of detoxing yeah we have a liver for a reason we have kidneys for a reason um so i don't know now i'm rambling no Um, i think that's really good though because i think it's all just the culture too like oh i need to do that i mean i'm guilty of it i'm not saying that i'm like exempt here but it's like oh we need to do a cleanse or we need to do a detox right yeah so um it's just I don't know. I just, I feel like we should maybe have your dietitian on it too. Um, we're running out of time, but we have. Wait, that went by so two, quickly. I know. I was actually just about to say, like, if you are, unless you have to go, I feel like this could definitely be an episode that could go a little longer. We, we can so definitely do like another 10 more minutes, but yeah, I think like. We're still um, it's coming. It's coming. I want to get to um, Val's question because this comes up a lot for our listeners is um, how to approach someone you su- suspect has this issue. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I needed a second. And go. Um, So, I mean, I think, again, I have like a professional response and I have a personal response and I kind of want to show up more with my personal response. Um, But one of the things that I always say is like, I think just letting people know that you are worried about them. I care about you. Um, I talk a lot with my patients and my friends and the people that I love um, is that I, I really feel like one of the most basic needs that we have as a human being is to be seen, right? And totally. so yeah. even just looking at someone saying like, 
hey, I noticed you, I, 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 I sense or I notice that like you seem to be struggling. You're here at the gym every single day. I don't know. Maybe they're all at the gym every single day. <laughs> you're at the gym every take single day. Take a rest day, day you guys. Um, take a rest day. Or I see day. that you're exercising on an injury. Yeah. Right? Or I see that like, you know, you just seem really, really, really preoccupied with with food. Um, that, that worries me. If you ever want to talk you know, let me know. But just, I think just basically like, hey, I yeah. see you. Yeah, hey, I see you. And yeah. we talked a little bit about that in the past of how just planting the seed. And yeah, I think the worst thing you can do in these scenarios is to ignore it. Yes. Um, because it thrives on isolation. isolation. So it's like, so if mm-hmm. someone says, hey, I noticed this and I see you, mm-hmm. um, it may not happen right in that moment. Oh, but it's, thunder. sorry, it's a, it's a guest appearance by thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, storms in Colorado. But just kind of making that connection may plant the seed for them, you know, two weeks, two years from now yeah. to be like, oh my gosh, I, yes. that felt good and I felt seen. Um, and isn't there some part of them that really wants that? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's different for everyone, but I will talk a lot of times about like eating disorders are all about not speaking. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I, I think to some degree, like the second that you, you just don't get noticed, if you're doing a behavior, whether it's drinking too much or, you know, what, whatever yeah. that is, yeah. if no one notices that, it kind of like sends this message to your psyche. I think of like, like you don't matter or nobody sees you. And like, right. we're t- far too social as creatures to, to, to not get away with that. that. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, again, people make it defensive or people make it upset, but, but that to me, it's like, it's worth it to say something than to not it. I mean, if they get defensive, they get defensive, but, um, yeah. And then you can just be like, Hey, by the way, let me text you, um, this podcast, which was thongs for what? (laughs) Sorry. I'm bringing it back around. Thongs for my 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 butt. For my feet. question I want to get to oh, is we actually had oh wait we may do two okay. it's okay if we run late are you good on time I'm good on time so we have um this is just I an feel anonymous. like we could talk for like five hours I totally I agree. we may have to have you back Dr. Lowe is what I call you <laughs> um so we just had an anonymous email ask and I forwarded this yes. to you today so currently struggling with an eating disorder I've been binging and purging off and on for the last eight year, eight or nine years Every time I get on a diet, I seem to go back to my old ways. I am currently paleo most of the time, but when my husband is not around, I'll eat like a horse. I CrossFit five days a week and want to start training for a marathon, but now I can't do this without proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. Any tips to stop the cycle of binging and purging and not feeling like I'm on a diet with paleo? Um, my, I mean, my my first response when I saw that, that, that you said that um, is that that this person needs professional help. Yeah. Um, binging and purging is a very serious eating disorder behavior. Um, the, and, and again, I'm like, oh, where's Natalia? She's the dietitian yeah. I work with. Um, there, are, there are significant 
health consequences to binging and purging. Um, and, and it's incredibly dangerous and people die from this. And yes. I, I don't kind of, I don't mean to get so, so crazy. No, but, but the, do you have, um, do you have that off the top of your head? The death statistics? Okay. But it's deadly. It's, it's so it's deadly. deadly. Even yeah. if you are a normal body weight, like normal body weight, um, you are messing with your potassium. You're messing with your electrolytes. Norm, again, normal people die from binging and purging. Um, it is not unheard of. Um, and they die from heart attacks. Yeah. So my first thought is actually to like contact a professional. Yes. Med- like, like, first of all, like get yourself into your doctor. Any uh, PCP can actually kind of like uh, run your labs and just make sure that your electrolytes, your potassium, everything looks okay. Um, but breaking no, the ever. cycle. Wait, sorry, what's a PCP? Your private, your, your, your primary, primary care. Oh, okay, yeah. Got it. I was like, <laughs> it's a drug. I was like, yeah, I was like, a drug yeah, I was like, isn't that what's in acid? It kind of <laughs> Come on. Okay. Drugs so, are a whole nother podcast. <laughs> however, sorry. However, I need to digress. No. However, someone who isn't ready to get help will lie to their doctor, right? Mm-hmm. They're, it's a pretty manipulative disease. Would, mm-hmm. would you agree? When they're not oh, ready. Yes. But this this person is saying I'm having this issue. Yes. My first thing to this to this listener is like go in and just ask them to check your labs. Yeah. That would be the first thing if you're serious about this. If you're serious about this, I I'm kind of being devil's advocate, but like what are the people? What about yeah people out there who just kind of want help? I mean, isn't yeah. there people who are kind of towing the line of I want yeah. help but I don't want help. Yeah. I want help but I don't I want, want help, help but I don't want to change. Yeah. That line like. You could die. Okay. Like, I mean, I, 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 I wish, yeah. like, like you yes. could end up dead. Yeah. I had a friend in college that died. Mm-hmm. Went to bed one night, never woke up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was normal body weight, but she had been engaging in binging and purging for a long, you know, a long time. Yeah. And um, so that that is a pretty vicious cycle um, that usually requires at the minimum outpatient therapy okay. for. Okay. So, and again, and I can, if you, you guys email, is it girls gone wild? Yeah. At, at gmail. At gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, I can put you guys in touch with, with um, someone from our intake department that again, you don't need to end up at the hospital for this, but we can get you in touch with an outpatient therapist. And obviously if you, I know girls gone wild at gmail.com is not exactly like the most, confidential sounding yes. platform. But obviously if you email Dre or I, we will take we'll, that in the utmost confidence. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. This will not be on Facebook by any means. Yeah. I abide <laughs> by ethical standards every day of my life for being a therapist. I'm pretty sure I can handle your email in a confidential <laughs> manner. You can trust me. Um, I'm, so, I'm a total and, and I, I never check the email, so it's fine. <laughs> I check all the emails. <laughs> Claire's a crap shoot. Why have I just met you? We should hang out. Okay. Sorry. But don't cough on me. Okay. And then go over my corner. I'm trying to hide. I know. You're doing a good job, Claire Bear. Oh okay, so the last question is from um, actually one of my coworkers who's a listener and she's amazing. Hi, you know who you are. Um, she wrote in and just talked about her history. I, I forwarded this to you as well, and I'm not going to read the whole email because it's really long, but she talks a lot about her history with an eating disorder, and her it runs in her family as well, being athletes. Um, so really kind of struggling with it now, kind of on a day-to-day basis. She says, um, uh, let's see, some, for someone like me 
or my sisters or any of my teammates who struggled with an eating disorder and now have to, and now have a much more healthy approach to eating and food. So, you know, she's gone through her journey and she feels like she's in a healthy spot. Is there really a normal, since we simply can't eat unlimited amounts of food and still be healthy, don't we always have to be restrictive in some way or another? Oh my God, you're dropping this at 58 minutes. I know. We can get to that next time. You can do a short version. We can definitely come back to it. But I feel like, wait, this could be like a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to answer that in episode 70. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. You're fine. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah. Um, so. Because my first inclination is okay, you're not over it. Right? Like, um, in a way. But actually, I'm not, I, like she, the, and she knows me. We just talked yes. about this today, you know. Yeah, you know, so. yeah actually. So yes. she knows I'm so, not. So actually this is going to be a teaser because yeah. I'll talk about it. So okay. I am recovered from an eating disorder myself. And it's funny <clears> because um, there's been a couple times where I've told coworkers and they're like, oh, my God, like, how do you work here? Are you, like, not, like, triggered by this environment or, like, seeing Which these you, people? Can you talk about the triggered word, too? Yeah, I hate <laughs> trigger. Trigger is a terrible word to me. Like, oh, this, like, triggered me because basically, like, t- to me, and this is, like, this is for, like, life in general. And I, like, I wish <laughs> this is, like, f- like well, I want to say, like people in general, but I'm like, I feel like I'm like surrounded by two powerful women right now. I'm, there's women listening. So I'm like, I'm like, we're just going to talk, talk about girls for a second. Um, I wish someone had said to me a long time ago, like that we have to like participate and be really active in what we want to manifest for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so to say like something triggered me or, Oh, I didn't have a choice. Like for the most part, like you always have a choice. You can continue to choose to move towards the life that you really want to. Um, when you say like, Oh, like this is triggering. You're just saying I made, I made it. I'm, I I don't have a responsibility to myself to make any decision. I don't have any control over that. I don't have any control over it. We always, uh, other than, you know, other you know circumstances that are beyond our control we continue to choose to show up for ourselves for for our friends for our sisters for whatever that is um we continue to show up and move towards a life that's really really meaningful and now yeah. i'm kind of getting into like no. what i talk about with yeah. therapy but um but your co-workers were saying aren't you getting turned so yeah. thank you thank yeah. you for tracking me <laughs> um so and i'm like i'm like no and they're like uh, i was like i was like i it doesn't even cross my mind ever to go back to that life that i was living because it was so unsatisfying and so shitty and so sucky that I would never want to do that. Yes, do I have crappy days where I feel bad about my body? Again, like I said, yes, mm. but Joy and I are gonna go meet and have like pizza and beer, right? Um, and, and French fries. And French fries. Oh, French fries are so good. <laughs> Sloan's, um, Sloan's okay. bar. Yeah, so good. So good, <laughs> right? And so, um, so I think my, my point is, is like that how do you feel free and liberated? Yeah. And yes, we're always going to have some complicated relationships with our bodies. But, um, if you have to kind of ask yourself to me, like, am I, if I really moved past this to me is like, there's probably still a few little things that you need to work on. Yeah. Again, like, I mean, I think we always need to ask ourselves questions. Like, how is my relationship with myself? I think that's really, really important. Yes. But um, I always tell my patients, I guess that I can I can say this, I always tell my patients, like, I believe in 100% full recovery. Um, I believe that that's possible because that's how I feel um, personally. And um, and I and the reason that I, I feel that way is, like, that, like, 
again, life is satisfying, life is meaningful. And I think that's what I'm just hoping that your listeners hear today. Yeah. So then I guess yeah. with, in that sense, to answer the question, what is what does normal look like? It just looks like not even having to give it a second thought. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, like, maybe there's, like, a brief second yeah. <laughs> where you have, like, a second thought where I'm, like... Like, oh, that thought's still there, yeah. but I can let it go. Like, a so, mindfulness type thing. And that's what we talk a lot about. And, and if I can actually, like... Uh, there's a great book that we recommend to our patients. It's called Get Out of Your Mind and Into Your Life. It's about recognizing... Get out of... I'm writing it down. Sorry. Get Out of Your Mind <laughs> and Into Your Life is by Stephen Get Hayes. out of my dreams. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, that if, if you're interested in acts at all, again, email the podcast and I can, I can get you in touch with things. The, the, this is, um, this is kind of some really kind of cool stuff about like that, you know, you can have a million thoughts about yourself that like, Oh, I don't like myself. Or I don't like how I look or that's a bad yeah. food. But like, again, the, the reality is, is like, those are just kind of like stories and content that our mind gives to us. And, um, I don't know. Now, now I'm rambling. See, oh, no, you got okay. me going. I know. Going. I know. We just, okay. Can I ask one more question? Yes. Now? Actually, two, maybe. It's about, okay. It depends <laughs> yeah. on how long they're going to take. One, I have a question about the word control because there's a lot of, I feel like there's yeah. myths. Can you uh, talk about like maybe the top three myths of eating disorders? Okay, yeah, I, like I can definitely talk about that. Okay. Um, and I'll try to talk about it quickly, yeah. which, you know, we can, I, again, I can go on If forever. this is a popular top, episode, yeah, we can come back. Okay. Um, the top three myths to me are, like, that it is um, shallow and superficial, like that this is just about being skinny. It's it's really not. Um, eating disorders are a serious, serious mental illness. Again, a lot of times this is about... Um, either some type of childhood trauma, um, main, uh, a way to deal with depression, anxiety. Um, it actually has nothing to do with the body because what, when I talk about it, is that if you actually look at patients who are really, really sick, um, it's not about looking good. No. Yeah. These patients don't look good, Mm-mm. okay? Mm-hmm. So it's actually not at all about like, oh, this person just wants to be skinny. That's not it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the second myth is that it just uh, happens to white privileged women. Uh, that to me um, is incredibly destructive uh, in in the sense of I have treated men, I have treated um, people of all different uh, ages. I treated an 82-year-old woman one time. Um, I have treated people of different ethnicities. When it comes to age, have you found that it can come on at any point during life? Is it something that like... Yeah, so you could be 65 years old and suddenly for the first time be confronted yep. with that kind Would of Would you say thing. the onset is because of a trauma or is it no, it's, very? Uh, okay. It varies. Yeah. 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 yeah, it varies. Yeah. Um, you know, in general, you kind of start, will start to see some things in adolescence. Right. But just the like, other if, thing that you know, you're just seeing Just because you're not now, a 16-year-old girl doesn't mean that's right. not what you're facing. Yeah, this is not like a teenage thing. Okay. Yeah. It's now, not a trend. Like, now yeah. we're like, we're like on point, like we're on myth 2A. Okay. Uh, but, um... <laughs> um, the other thing, gosh, what would be the other like main thing that I see, um, where people are really misinformed? I mean, I can talk about the control piece. Like these are like just patients that like really want control. Um, to, I actually don't know if that is actually a myth because for some, some of these patients, like that's the only thing that they've been able to, to manage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the, what I would want people to hear is that 
this does not discriminate. This yeah. is not an issue that discriminates. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it everywhere. You're going to see it um, uh, in the CrossFit community. You're going to see it in the running community. You're going to see it in the book club community. Right. Yoga you're going to see it. Yeah. You're going to see it in the pastry baker. Community. You're going to yes. see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that every person's story is really different. In fact, I. I, I, I now I'm not really answering your question, but I, I, my sessions are my individual therapy sessions with my patients are actually not at all about food. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what I can say. That is it is yeah. actually really not about food. Yeah, it's about like life. Okay. Lastly. Okay. What are some warning signs that I guess people should be Ooh, looking for? Okay. Um. So. Okay, this in themselves or in others? In others. Okay. Mm-hmm. This um this actually would probably tie back to a myth is like that you have to be super, super skinny to have an eating disorder. Yeah. That is not true. Mm-hmm. Um you can have a full blown eating disorder and be average body weight, above average body weight. Um again, DSM well five yeah. now basically yeah. is what we're That's talking about. That's our diagnostic about. manual, y'all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, that, that is the, the diagnoses criteria are kind of changing now anorexia in general, like, yes, you have to be like a certain percentage of your ideal body weight to, to really be ill. But, um, there are, there are so many other criteria that meet the, the definition of having an eating disorder. Um, so so, you know, don't be looking at, like, the skinniest person you see and say, like, yeah. or they have an eating yeah. disorder. If you are seeing somebody that, again, um, is uh, is isolating, is is not going out, is is staying at home, is ca- – ca- and actually cannot go out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's normal. Like, uh, it's normal for, <laughs> for, like, runners to, like, go out for beers afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. right, like yeah. if there are people that are, like, their their life is becoming smaller and smaller the and isolation smaller piece. and smaller. Yeah. Or for people who maybe are obsessive about exercising, if that's all they do. Or if, if that's right. all they do. Again, mm-hmm. if they're exercising an injury, yeah. if they are, um, it, you know, if... Obsessing if, over taking a rest day. It's yeah. like, kind of like obsession. Yeah. yeah. If they're just like... And again, like if you're hearing like, I feel so guilty, I feel so guilty, I feel so guilty for taking a rest day. It's like the self-loathing piece. The self-loathing piece. Um, If their general interest in other daily activities is kind Mm. of plummeting. Um, And again, I I mean, I know like it's normal to all get excited. Like, yeah, like I I love running. I love going for a run with my friends. I love racing. And you're going to choose that over other activities sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, you know, I I think if you're just – I don't know. It's funny. I, I feel like I could, like, give you, like, a little list of things to put up on your webpage, which I can, or your Facebook yeah, page, yeah. Um, of, like, here, like, these are some warning signs, too. Yeah. But in general, like, I feel like if you're getting a gut intuition or yeah. a gut sense of, like, something is not yeah. right about yeah. this person's relationship with food or their body, just trust that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Period. say something. And say, say and something. Say something. And I always say that, too. We talk about people are always afraid of what if they get defensive? Yeah. It's like it does. Like, doesn't would you rather matter. them get defensive, or would you rather yeah. them get worse? Yeah, yeah. And I'm willing to take the gamble of them getting defensive over me just being like, I'm not gonna say anything, and then they get worse. Yeah. Because what you said before of like they want to be seen, they yeah. want someone to we see them. We all want to be seen. Yeah. Oh, Lisa, oh this is great. Going. I know. I, know. I think we're gonna have to do that. Two point oh. Two point oh. Okay. Yeah. 
So what, what do we have coming up, Claire Bear? I'm going to be back next week. By the time you're listening to this, I'll be back next week. We're going to have Stupid Easy Paleo. Yeah, Steph from Stupid Easy Paleo. We have JC from Breathing Fire. Is that what that's called? Learning to Breathe Fire Learning book. to Breathe Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Claire and I are going to get together for an episode with just us again. And I'm sure we're going to have <laughs> many moments of laughing. Like we did. <laughs> I listened to that episode like three times just to listen to the part where we were just like cracking like up over, crying. over my, I can't tell you how many friends texted me about the part where we're talking about having an episode over your whole three. <laughs> or you'll just have to listen to it. Okay. I mean, we just lost our shit because we were laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So look um, forward to that. You guys, yeah. because Claire and I won't have, us time for a while. And then we have... It'll build up. Girls Got Our Ex coming up. Yep. We have... Um, My competition with Haven. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so, so fun. So scared. So fun. Yeah. The hoedown. The harvest hoedown. It's called a hoedown. Yeah. You know, it's like... <laughs> you just wait. Like what? A, what? Overalls it's a CrossFit competition. Wait, you got overalls. Yeah. No. Wait. What? What? There's yeah. overalls in no. this? No. <laughs> I just know that you own those overalls. I do own overalls, but I'm not wearing them to compete in. No way. No. There's just always costume. Look bad. No, I'm just <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I didn't end on that. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna do a cop. Okay, Claire's gonna go cop. Thank you guys. Have a good week. And we'll, we'll talk, talk to you soon. soon. Bye. Bye.